0: Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drinking Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello,
1: everybody. Welcome to episode 182. Thank you for joining us tonight. Before we get into everything, big shout-out and thank you to Ryan, Donnie, and Blue from the Gamers Week podcast for joining us last week. It was a great time talking to them. Make sure to check the links in that episode, Father Stuff, wherever you can, wherever
0: podcasts are sold. Yeah, no, we really appreciate them coming on. It was a great time. Can't wait to have them on again and uh, maybe do another guest spot on theirs as well. Indeed. So, Chambers, it's been a minute since we've been together. Uh Oh. Between kiddos being sick, this and that, guests. Yeah. Yeah. It's been been a little busy. Um, I know you're a little rough from the weekend. Uh. (laughs) I was going to hit you with a whole bunch of pumpkin beers, but I said, you know what? I'll just pick one of the big boys for him to just sip on and just get through. Um, I mentioned having this before. I wanted to see your take. This is the one I said it was okay. It was kind of light. Didn't impress me terribly. But uh, tonight we are going with the Glastown Brewing Company's Clash of the Pumpkins. Once again, hell of a can design. This is how you do can design. Looks great. Um, I've never had anything from Glastown. I think we talked about this. I don't even know where that is. Me neither. Might and, be on the thing somewhere? No, it's Jersey. Oh. I just don't know where in Jersey. Oh, yeah. I know Glassboro, but I don't know Glass Town. Oh. So, yeah, I was curious to see what is your take of this. Well,
1: the head goes away right away. I, I am going to be a mess to listen to this episode. <laughs> I, I was at a wedding in D.C. over the weekend, and I was fucking goddamn <laughs> a lot of drinking and a lot of, a lot of fucking money spent. A lot of money spent. No. Goddamn that town. <laughs> but uh yeah so might not be my finest hour but yeah like almost no lacing the head dissipated immediately spicy yeah got that su- got I, that sweeter spice uh smell to it
0: yeah this is like i said it's got a little crumblies at the bottom it's thin for a pumpkin beer
1: it is definitely thin for a yeah. pumpkin beer and like you get mean... it more in the aftertaste with the spice and yeah this is definitely on the sweeter side but uh Ooh, seven, it's weird,
0: seven point two percent. It's spicy. It's no, got a no, bite.
1: It starts. It starts sweet, and then it dissipates in your throat. Spicy. Yeah, that, that that's weird. That it's, it's a
0: weird thing for a pumpkin beer. Like I don't know if it's almost a too too chemically tasting. I, there's something off about that. I couldn't say I loved it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of feels like it's opening
0: up the back of my throat. I've had a little bit of a cough, but <laughs> God damn it. Now, Jim, the real question is, how come you're not teaching us calculus?
1: I looked more.
0: <laughs> if you that guys was, followed us on fun. Twitter, you know what I'm saying. You know. But Jim, here's my question. Without dropping names and for people to have to look at our Twitter, there's been a lot of uh cases of these goofy ass internet boxing matches. If you trained, is this someone you think you could beat? Oh Jesus! All right, let, let, let
1: me fucking split in <laughs> words here. So, Tipster, he's a drama channel. Uh, he commented on the whole Lady Decade Top Hat thing, which blew up more as it does. And you know, he was like calling out the retro community for calling them out. Yeah. And I was like, you're the last person in the world to call it a community for turning on each other. So,
0: I I didn't know who he was until I saw your thing. Mm-hmm. Put me down a rabbit hole. He's had an interesting year. Has he? I barely paid oh, attention. Well, well I, just uh, his accusations of being called a simp and a white knight. Oh, that's been
1: going on forever.
0: Oh, see, once again, I didn't know who he was. Uh, and I was like, w- w- what is it? The-? And then I was like, oh, oh, oh. It was like a whole a whole thing of, and you know how my mind works. I was like, I just want to see how this unravels. Oh, that, that's,
1: that's been the running meme with him forever is that, like, you know, He's obsessed with e girls and follows them all and shit like that.
0: So, well, it was funny is some of our friends like got blocked by him, and then I checked, I randomly got blocked. I was like, I don't even know. I said, "What the fuck?" And then he unblocked me, and then now he's protected his tweets, so nobody can see if you don't follow. And I'm like, this is uh, someone who he must. I mean, obviously, he just lives online.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a very online guy. And, like, I don't even hate Tipster. I was just like, what the fuck? What is this? And then, you, like, you're,
0: you were very much like for the amount sh- shit posting I've seen you do, that's what surprised me is like this idea, like, he got mad and had to quote t- tweet you for something you said that wasn't even that bad.
1: I mean, I guess I hit a nerve. I was, yeah, I mean, you, I was, you hit something there. I was being, I was really drunk, too. Yeah, and okay. uh,
0: <laughs> well, that, I was actually shocked your take wasn't more offensive like when i saw him quote tweet you i was like oh i wonder if this is good or bad and then i could tell by his tone it was bad i read your shit and i went that's it yeah i mean it's whatever
1: so i mean internet fights are stupid anyway oh no but it just it just i mean i do have to give a shout out to everyone who just like hopped on him after he uh like i was feeling good i posted a selfie the one time i posted goddamn selfie ever uh fucking but his (laughs) but it was like weird because i look back at it now like he blocked me and posted that. It's like a dig, but I'm like, I mean, being called a like, yes, I am a nerd. I am. I'm a nerdy looking guy. Being called a math teacher isn't the worst insult in the world. I was so I'm all
0: the things <laughs> that could have, I was like, that wasn't bad at all. It, it's, it's just goofy. It's just goofy shit. But yeah, no, Jim. I just having known you as long as I did, knowing you've never really been in a fight, I I, I would love to egg that on. I would love to, and I know you're not- No, ne- in my luck, I'd probably get dropped. <laughs> oh, here's the, I know you never self-embellish, but I would train you so hard. <laughs> We'd fly Nick out here, he'd get you on lifting, I'd teach you fighting, and you'd be good to my go. My God,
1: Nick would love to train me, mm-hmm. just in general, much less for a fight.
0: <laughs> We're not going to do the Doug method to you, don't worry. No. Oh, <laughs> No, I just I had to mention. I said that just cracked me up. That gave me a little bit of like, who is this? Let me look up some stuff now. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah, it's just silly. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Uh, dumb internet shit.
0: But uh, yeah, Chambers. So we just finished filming. Uh, Level Fifty Club. Uh, we know we've been over to games. You just finished, but have you played anything since those games?
1: Um, this past week i uh, just been playing more XCOM too. Um, I've basically result, like I'm gonna let myself lose. And then just restart over again because, like, I'm too far down in this
0: playthrough. Are you going to lose from the event happening or from just losing too many people?
1: Um, I was going to do from the event happening, but then I just did the mission where the uh, UFO shoots you down and you have to, like, take out a beacon and get back to the ship. I lost everyone but one guy. Oh. So I'm donezo no matter what. And that's after,
0: like, reloading a lot?
1: That's after reloading a lot. I actually I fucked up because I had a good load, I had a good one going. Where, like, I could have saved, like, I don't know, six out of my seven people, but I just wanted to get that one person. And then I was like, fuck, no, I can do this. And then I reloaded. And then everyone after was just worse and worse. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to lose this playthrough. And then, yeah,
0: down to one. And you're playing on normal, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's another one. It's a really fun game, but, my God, is it frustrating to lose that, that person that you oh, build yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Have you been able to get anyone the full no. ranked? <laughs> no. Now, did you do all random or did you at least create yourself or anyone? Oh, just all random. Okay. Hmm. I was going to create.
1: I'm. A- I'm not going to create myself until I know I can get through it.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, that is something I created myself. I was going to create a whole squad of, like, our friends, us, like, and stuff. I used to do that with the old Starship Troopers games, and same deal. I would be like, "God damn it, I don't." It would make me not want to lose them that much more. Where it's the random guys, I'm like, "I don't care about this Russian fuck." Like I'm, you know, I'm just gonna lose them. Topical. (laughs) Isn't it always with them? Yeah, well. (laughs) But uh, so that that's been your main go to right now. Yeah,
1: that was my main go to. I didn't really have a lot of time anyway. So yeah, Um, we have another Patreon request. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dig into this week. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I uh, I've been just blasting through. Almost done. Got a handful more of these puppet combo games, and then um, doing more of that Dead by Daylight on PC. But honestly, I've probably spent five hours the past week game. Like it's been mostly editing and like other. It's just yeah, not much time at all compared to what I usually would do. So it's been a busy month for sure, Um, personal and work and. Paid shit, just, yeah, it's been consuming. Busy. <laughs> get on. you get busy. <laughs> so, Birds, what do we got this uh, this week from Patreon?
1: Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. Whew. First up, <laughs> I am, like I said, learning about 60-ish percent at best, something like that, from JD Maines. My question is, why are Philly fans such trash and Braves fans such class?
0: Well, that worked out for you this weekend, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it, Jake? You know, the moniker of Philly's fans being trash is such a cliche that at this point, I'm like, we just are one of the few. I mean, I would argue Philly, when I think sports towns that get super behind their teams a little too animated who would who would rival us in that
1: i mean if you want to talk about class i'm sure the i'm sure the real the real culturally sensitive oh oh,
0: oh, 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 oh. that's uh it's pretty good there guys Jim, you know I have to... You want, you want to throw some shade? I'll throw some fucking shade. Jim, you know I have to cut that one part of you just doing that over yeah. and over. <laughs> I do it to myself all the goddamn time. But, J.D., don't don't be a hater. Just just get on the Philly bandwagon. You
1: we won the championship last year and we lost
0: this year. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. But we love you, J.D. Yeah, we do.
1: <laughs> He's a good boy. Uh, last stop from Burn Retinas. Pumpkin Spice is the seasonal gimmick of the fall. What's considered the flavor for you that defines the winter, be it drinks or food?
0: Hmm. Winter to... I mean, for beer, it's winter warmers, but that's usually... You get dark, fruity, and high alcohol content. That's what most winter warmers are. Or, like, honeys and cherries, like, with the Mad Elf. Um, That's a tough one. I... I think heavy, heavy sugary beers. Um, and food wise, it's kind of a mix, mix, mash because you got Thanksgiving stuff, even though a lot of shit is the same as Christmas. My other only drink, and it's going to be topical because we're going to talk about it in a second, is eggnog. Like, And I don't drink much of it. It's I usually reserve it for after Thanksgiving that I only have it in December. That's it.
1: I've never had eggnog. Seriously? Yeah. Why? It looks like a bowl of cum.
0: You eat cum all the time.
1: Yeah, but... Wrong (laughs) wrong vessel. (laughs) Brian, if you watch Food Network, presentation is a big part of the scoring.
0: You are very weird about dairy products in general, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm not. That's so weird. Like, I don't like cream in my coffee. Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of weird about dairy products.
0: What happened to you as a child, Jack? I don't know. Probably something repressed. <laughs> There's something. Probably something you, you repressed. You don't like, you're, you're one of the fears like, I don't like milk or chocolate milk or dee, de, 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 de.
1: I do like chocolate milk. I like my chocolate milk.
0: No, don't you. You're I like, like strawberry weird, milk, yeah, too. That, that's the asshole answer. What that's asshole answer? What I was it's delicious. For. But you're like, I don't like hot chocolate or chocolate milk or this or I that. I don't like hot chocolate. Yeah. I don't like a lot of hot drinks for the most part. You just. I don't like tea. Eggnog is not, I'm not trying to sell like, like, here's the deal. I'm not trying to sell it like it's amazing. It's something... It's like ginger snaps. I don't like those cookies, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, my wife loves them. I'll be like, you know what? One night, I'll indulge. I'll have like half a sleeve, and I'll be like, that was pretty good. Then I won't have them for another year. Eggnog's the same way for me. I'll get one of the usually pre-made, like Southern Comfort one is the one I usually go with. Yeah. Um, I've actually never had alcoholic eggnog, though, hmm. just because... Nobody in my house really drank it that much other than straight eggnog, and I never, like, wanted to go out and have to buy, I guess, SoCo is what goes in it. I don't even know. Or is it rum? I don't know. Yeah, so that's the drink. If it's not, if we're not talking about the Christmas beers we talk about, other than that, like, what would the answer be? Like, sugar cookies? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what is a...
1: Cranberry sauce from a can.
0: That's Thanksgiving, though. No, nah, you can do it on Christmas, too. Oh, you know. No, fuck this. The fall slash winter flavor for me is the gobbler
1: oh that's a good answer that's a good fucking answer That's my
0: go-to because you know what that's what i get excited for i usually do it the day after halloween once that's done i can get my first gobbler
1: now the real question hot gobbler cold gobbler
0: hot but i eat my leftovers cold so i get the best of both worlds i normally just do cold Just do. You don't. Yeah. Why are you weird with hot foods? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You don't like the hot grate. Like because the the nice thing with the hot gobbler. The hot too sloppy. Oh, it's extremely messy. But you can't. That's not something you do on like a lunch break. That's a. I'm replacing dinner tonight with a gobbler, or if you're having lunch, it's a weekend and you don't give a shit. Right. Like it melts the cheese,
1: especially once it's fucking. What do you call it? Leftoverized? And then it's all like, all the juices just had a chance to oh, see, it just, sink in?
0: Yeah. I mean, but the nice thing is when it's hot, you get the cold cranberry with the melted cheese. Oh God, now I'm getting hungry for a goddamn gobbler. Oh, go to wall. But that's the flavor. And that's why it's better than sheets. Aha. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that, that's, now what about drinks wise? Like what is your, I mean, I know you do your winter beers. I mean,
1: I mean, I guess Mad Elf, just because that's like tradition at this point. Hmm. And I only ever have it around Christmas time.
0: Yeah. So you don't have eggnog. You don't. I was going to say,
1: you don't. Like... I, might have lied, I might have had eggnog like once. And I was like, yeah, this is weird.
0: Yeah. What about like, you don't have hot chocolates. You don't. I know you don't drink cider, warm cider.
1: I've had it before. I don't hate it. I don't go out of my way to have it.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like there should be something. Like on I'm
1: I like on the type of psychopath, like, you know, a ten degree day out and I'm pulling up the
0: iced coffee. Dunk,
1: Dunkin' donuts and still getting in nice coffee. So
0: Yeah. I can respect that. I just like the flavor better. God damn. It. You like your things watered down. That's why you like Keystone. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Jim doesn't like too much flavor. That's a that's a thing here. Don't be too tough. <laughs> but that is a great question. Um and As a recommendation, once again, if you're looking for beers, do yourself a favor. If you have a Mad Elf or a Rude Elf near you, try those. Otherwise, stick with the Belgians, the uh, St. Bernardus, I think. It's the one with the Monk on the front. The Triples, the Quads, and the, I forget the other one, they're so alcohol heavy but heavy and dark fruit flavor they're perfect for like if you're sitting near a fireplace or just whatever it warms you up They're sippers are not meant to be drank fast try those out
1: yep so uh that takes care of it for this week so once again thank you to everyone for the support get those questions in and uh keep an eye out the new bonus episode should be
0: dropping soon very soon yep yeah. so chambers speaking of eggnog yeah so we were tagged by kit now Lucas, Lucas, um, Ego Nog. So, good old Eggos, and I think it is Southern Comfort. Uh, no, it was
1: like a specific like brewery or something. I think.
0: Oh yeah, Apple. Uh, hold on. So Ego Nog, they're basically calling it their oh Sugarlands Distilling Company. It's their Appalachian Sipping Cream. So here's the deal deal. Now that you've told me you've never really had it, you can bet your ass we're buying it. I actually do kinda want to try this. Cause here's the deal, but I'm going to make you first try regular. Because what I'm curious is, is this just gonna be regular eggnog maybe with a little bit of syrup taste, like a maple syrup? Which would yeah. be delicious.
1: Yeah, a little more buttery, a little more mapley syrupy.
0: Now let me ask you, since we know you're a psycho with everything else, <laughs> yeah, correct. Do you like Egos? Yeah. Okay. What is your go-to?
1: With what? Eggo waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for the most part in the house, we haven't had them in a while because, like, my kid kind of got like egoed out because, like, there was a while where like all she ate all day, every day, was waffles. waffles. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And then one day it was a hard nope, sick of this. So, but for the most part, we would either have like plain or strawberry in the house. Sometimes chocolate chip.
0: Mm, okay. Blueberry ones are good too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would always eat the ones that she didn't, was left oh, over. Yeah. So I was like, all right, easy breakfast for the week.
0: Now, do you do it like a gentleman and fill every little square with a little bit of syrup? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you also put butter on it
1: or just syrup? I'm a just syrup guy. Sometimes I'll do, if I'm home, I'll do butter. If I'm not home, I ju- I'll do just syrup.
0: Okay, but pancakes, do you do butter? Um, typically, no. Psycho. Goddamn psycho!
1: Well, look at me. Do I need more butter?
0: <laughs> Honest, Jim. I got to pick my battles. It's not there. a matter of I got. Meat. So, I
1: got so ma- little time left. For
0: it's not a matter of meat. It's a matter of enjoyment. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going whole hog, then yeah, I'll
1: throw some fucking butter on there, and then like put a little in between every single little stack on the pancakes <laughs> yeah, there and shit to. like that.
0: And the real trick with pancakes is you cut out the triangle in the center. You fill that with syrup, and then it spreads across all of them. I know and about you can that guy. Dip hack. within. There you go. Ah, Learn something. Great. Now I can be fatter. Thank you, Brian. Life hacks. You're welcome. <laughs> but no, this is a drink uh, I would definitely try. I hope it's something we see near us. I would think we would. Um, the only thing I didn't see in the article was, okay, so it's calling itself sipping cream, which that sounds disgusting. Yeah. But it is 20% alcohol. So, you know, like, <laughs> like this is a thing. Eggnog is that's like that. Everyone knows what eggnog is, but I feel like have you ever had coquito? Yes, yes, I have. So that is like the Spanish eggnog. That like yeah. every everyone I know who makes it at home thinks they can sell that shit for thirty dollars a bottle, mm-hmm. and they boast that shit. And it is delicious, but it's like
1: that that coquito is something where you have like one glass of it, and you're and done. That's it. Yeah, like you that. Like you're both full and like, you're not even going to be like, I mean, it is really boozy, Yeah, but yeah, no, you are just like, oh, that is too much richness at once.
0: Now, Jim, the real question is 20% alcohol. That's pretty hefty. We're going to have to each finish a full glass. All right. So get your drinking pants on. Well, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) No, but (laughs) thank you, Lucas. (laughs) Thank you, bud definitely tag us if you ever see some goofy drinks like that if we can find them you know we're gonna do them
1: yeah and that can
0: easy bonus content <laughs> but uh yeah that's actually a good idea Ooh, you just gave me an idea
1: haha <laughs> made the bottle pay for itself
0: <laughs> um but speaking of drinking uh an article i tagged jim in and i saw and i'm always i'm i i'm a sucker for list i feel like everyone is mm-hmm. they're easy content to look at I'm always curious, do I fall in line with them? But from Men's Journal, they put the fifty best beers in the world. And Jim had a first kind of gut shot reaction. No fucking sours. No, Disrespect. Now, now, to be fair, they did break this list down into what is it? Ten beer it was ten beer types. So yeah, so they did five IPA beers. Meat. They, so they did ten beer types. I'm not shocked sours isn't on there. I know that hurts your feelings. But let's be honest, that's a very still a niche. It's getting popular, but it's niche. What I was happy it's was
1: both niche and the thing that everyone's already sick of now. It's like the new thing they hate.
0: Because it's being pressed a little too hard. Yeah. So are fucking IPAs. Oh, well, but that's what my point was with this list. I was happy there's only one IPA category. There could have been double IPAs this and that
1: yeah triples and all the only
0: thing i'm shocked at was that they had a category for pumpkin beer and i was like we love our pumpkin beers obviously yeah um i don't know if maybe they were just trying to be topical because it's the season um i don't think you need to specify that in the best beers in the world uh i also don't Necessarily, I understand it because they are really popular and they're very expensive. The whiskey or bourbon barrel aged stouts, yeah, like you already had stouts. Um, but all in all, it's actually a fairly decent list,
1: yeah. I agree.
0: And we're um, not going to go through every single beer, like I said, the link is below, but it, it has some very standard, like what you would expect from the pumpkin beers it chose. It chose pumpkin, it has the Elysian, uh. Uh, What is it? The Great Pumpkin. Yep. Um, What's what's like the beer you were happiest to see on there? Oh, I I do know this one, hon. Because it's one.
1: Yeah, while you look it up, I'll do mine. Yeah. Uh, So I was happy to see, like, under Stouts, like, the first one they listed was The Abyss by Duchette's. Oh, I knew
0: you were going to get happy about that one. Yeah, because, like,
1: I fucking love Duchette's, but I can never find it around here. Like, it's been only a handful of times over the years of doing this page that I've been able to get it. And, like, the Dissonant is my one of my favorite beers of all time. Instead, like, Cherry Barrel-Aid Sour. But the, the Abyss, like, that was
0: fantastic
1: when I was able to find that. But I only found it once.
0: So the two I was actually happy right under yours, the Founders Breakfast Stout, which I tell you everyone. You always talk
1: that up, yeah.
0: Got it, got it, try it. Like, that is one I can't oversell enough. It is just the flavor profile is out of this world. But right underneath it, the one I said I would have a beer for life is Guinness it deserves the respect. Um, outside of that, like you said, I was kind of curious like I, I You know what, what?
1: I wasn't really
0: angered by, besides
1: Nerste Sours. I wasn't really angered by any of the selections either.
0: No, none of them made me go seriously like they have three Floyd Zombie Dust which I've talked about many times as a pale ale. It's it's a great beer. Even the pumpkin ones, I'm kind of okay.
1: Yeah, like them having dogfish. Like I was actually kind of surprised to see dogfish heads uh, pumpkin on there. Mm -hmm. On now. I cannot talk today. (laughs) On ya.
0: Get on ya. Get on in ya. uh, Jim, why do you go to Louisiana when you get
1: really tired? (laughs) I am a sleepy boy. (laughs) Maybe that's what Cajuns are, Brian. They're just a sleepy people. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, even with that, like that was like the meme, like not even a meme, like that was like the most hyped beer back of like twenty thirteen, oh, twenty fourteen.
0: When well, we started to cite. And I'm
1: surprised w- after all these years, like I never hear anyone talk about it anymore. People still talk about like the one twenty minutes and shit like that, but the dogfish head pumpkin, no one gives a shit about that anymore. Yeah,
0: dogfish head is one of the more extreme cases of had all the hype. It was even on that Netflix show, uh, was it Brewmasters or whatever. That guy, Sam, who looks like a cousin of Keanu Reeves, big personality. And I feel like I haven't heard shit about it anymore. Yeah. Which is, you know, not they're old faithful. They're, you yeah, don't go wrong with them. Yeah, like you'll never have a beer from and go, oh. But what you will do is every time you pick up one of their bottles, you go, yo, there's like 20 flavors in here. And you'll taste, you'll be like, I taste one. Like
1: <laughs> I taste hops. I taste booze.
0: You're like, what okay, there's all this other stuff. I don't taste coriander. But you don't even know what coriander is, do you? I know of it. <laughs> I knew you didn't know what it was. God damn it. It's a spice. Thank you, Jim. See? <laughs> Fuck. Of. Like most things in life, know a lot, a little bit about a lot. Jim, it's a flowered version of cilantro. Oh, really? It's a little butt at the top. Oh, no shit. Did
1: there not you know him. that.
0: All right. You learn something every day, Jim.
1: No shit. And I forgot something else. <laughs> What's my
0: kid's name? Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. But yeah, no, this is a good list. Check it out. What I would be interested in, and Jim, and I was thinking when I saw it, is I would honestly like us, we'll get, we we'll just get each one and give our own little ranking of those, that 50 list. It's a pretty easy list, and we can get access to pretty much all those. Yeah, that's none of them really like that hard
1: to track down either. And
0: that's what the guy said in it. He wanted to make sure this is something you can get pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So you're not going to see crazy local selections. Right. Yeah. All right, Chambers, so our next article comes from Tweak Town, and it actually covers a question I've been thinking. How much does Game Pass actually make? I was kind of surprised at this, what do you call it,
1: get more press or anything like that. But yeah, uh, so as we all know, the big news, and we're going to be covering a lot of stories related to this tonight. It's just what last week was. Yeah. Uh, the Microsoft merger with Activision Blizzard. And Sony's bitch fit about it, and all the different countries putting in their reviews of it, of whether to approve it and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like this is turning into like a worldwide thing, basically. It's crazy. So uh, so a bunch of regulators are going through the review process,
0: but uh, some... like make- dog and orangey.
1: Regulators! Roundup. <laughs> but yeah, Brazil's Administrative Council for Economic Defense... Uh, they've approved the merger, and they released a document outlining its thought process. And uh, part of it was basically uh, multiple game subscription services for consoles uh, for 2021. Microsoft comes in 2.9 billion that they made off of Game Pass in 2021. Nice oh, little chunk of change. I'm sure that's probably going to go down since you know the spending on gaming's gone down since you know lockdowns and shit have ended more so. But
0: it's still probably going to be like close to that. Honestly, I would argue it might go. I think you're going to see game purchases go down and subscription like it's easier to justify whatever, 20 bucks a month and you get access to all these games. Yeah. versus $60 a month on one new game. It's true. So yeah, Xbox in total made 16.28 billion
1: the Xbox <laughs> brand in calendar year 2021. So So they're hurting. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> poor guys. <laughs> poor bastards.
1: Yeah, so Game Pass made up roughly 18 percent of their total yearly revenue and 30 percent of its games and services revenues for the period. So
0: Now what's interesting is they didn't count whatever their PC game Pass audience is. Yeah, that was just console, which I'm very I honestly believe that number is probably higher than we would anticipate, not equally as high, but I would say maybe half.
1: Yeah, because really, it's like, if you have a PC that can do it, why wouldn't you have Game why Pass? Wouldn't,
0: it would make no, like, same deal, yeah.
1: You like, could, unless you're, like, a Steam elitist and you only have Steam and nothing but Steam, which, eh, I guess, you, knock yourself out. You could do that. Are cheap, but, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, also, if they're not counting things like Steam Deck, I'm not saying that's a big blip on the number, but I'm saying, like, all the things that we saw and one of the other news articles we have covered is that Game Pass is coming to Oculus,
1: yeah. So just adding on to just how popular it is. Yeah. When I when I saw that having like its own uh UI
0: in the Oculus settings, I was like, holy shit. It, it, we've said many times <clears throat> Microsoft at this point, now I think they will be able to keep competing because of their purchases and keep making consoles, but if they just went the route of deliver their service to phones, PCs, basically anything that can play a game. They'd make plenty of bank.
1: Remember in the early Switch days when it was like that rumor going around that like Game Pass was coming to Switch? Like, imagine if that went through. If that went through. With how popular through, the fucking Switch is.
0: Oh my God. I think the only reason Nintendo wouldn't want that to happen is because more people would buy that than their own service.
1: That and Nintendo is still very old school Japan and very protective of like. territorial. Yeah. Like, they don't want a Western company anywhere inside of their, you know, back end.
0: Well, we'll show them like the last samurai did. Sometimes you got to adapt and improvise.
1: Sometimes you got to throw a white guy in there, and walk up the
0: place. Sometimes you just, yeah, sake. Hey. Just get Tom Cruise. <laughs> That's all you need. He's what if <laughs> it's the first commercial? He's the face of Game Pass on there. <laughs>
1: uh, just puts the shades on, does the smile.
0: Yep. I mean, I think it would be tremendously if if that ever went through. Whatever the next iteration of the next Nintendo console, if, if Xbox works that deal out, whew, that'd be how um, they triple their numbers for game I mean, pass.
1: Yeah, there's been no talk about that since you no know, 2017. So it's probably not happening ever. But just imagine one day they had like a press a Nintendo Direct and they just showed like that little swirling Xbox Dude. logo coming in.
0: Pandemonium. If, 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 it's not like Nintendo wouldn't be coming out of there with money in their pockets, too. Oh, they, yeah, for sure. And they then wouldn't have to worry about how to figure out how to do cloud gaming on their end for all those titles that Xbox could just import.
1: <laughs> uh, I wonder
0: if Xbox looked at uh, Nintendo's like internet infrastructure well, and was like, ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I am curious what the ultimate, like, what fell through there. But, yeah, Game Pass, we've said many times, it's undeniably best service out there offers the most amount of games, biggest bang for your buck, biggest triple A titles, but Brian, PlayStation Stars. But Bry. But Jim, Stadia, only you have to spend 17k to get a game. But Bry. But Jim. <laughs> but as Jim said, you know, this leads us into the bigger conversation with the merger that happened. So Sony's biggest basis. And it is interesting because we've said uh, we're it's we're not shy we're huge call of duty fans yeah but sony's whole basis is basically on the the grounds that if they make call of duty exclusive that hurts their bottom line and i love microsoft's repeat like dude you're number one you'll be fine Mm -hmm. like you're too big to fail you you outsell us by like triple well, not trouble, like double. At least
1: double, yeah. And
0: it's like, they're like, one game is not going to shift that. And they're like, in a competitive market, you can make other games.
1: I um, I mean, I guess, obviously, while you're trying to do a merger, you're not going to say this either. But Call of Duty isn't what it once was either.
0: Mm-mm. But, I but mean, war, you know, actually, Warzone War's, is huge. Warzone is actually, huge. Warzone revamped and revitalized what, what was the juggernaut. It's made it the juggernaut. Because honestly, when you think Battle Royale now, it's down to Fortnite in that. Yeah, yeah. And I see this outlasting Fortnite. Maybe. I actually I, I can't say that for sure. Oh, Fortnite no, those, does,
1: those licenses Fortnite
0: gets. Fortnite, hey, they throw some How money. How much fucking money did they make off Goku? Dude. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, what they're smart is they're doing the the licenses for the memes for the quick video, like they're in tune with the internet. Whereas they know how
1: to make it viral. Yep.
0: Yeah. Whereas Call of Duty, they have tried to implement some funny ass. Like I do get myself watching some of the finishes or like the giving the middle finger and stuff, but they can't compete with the same way Fortnite can. True. So
1: uh, in the UK, they have the Competition and Markets Authority. So they said in their inquiry into the seventy billion merger. Uh, they went to a second phase, so which means they're you know looking into it further to see if it's a whole thing. And Microsoft basically said that they're misplaced, and they adopt Sony's complaints without the appropriate level of critical review. Uh, these unsupported theories of harm are not sufficient to justify the preference of Phase 2. Suggestion of that incumbent market leader, with clear and enduring market power, could be foreclosed by the third-largest provider of losing access to one title is not credible. Which... I mean, it's a good argument. It's like like we said when the merger was first announced, in general, PlayStation's won every console generation since they came out. They have always been the market leaders since they've come out.
0: It It's nuts to me they're trying to make a claim. And without doing the research, even if Call of Duty still is the number one selling game, <clears throat> we know it's been that way for many, many, many years. But yeah, that's one game. like like the consoles are gonna sell. and and it's funny because Sony even said in that same article, they said even if they don't make it make it exclusive, whatever their survey they did s- stated that a lot of PlayStation users feel they're gonna go over to Xbox anyway because Call of Duty may end up being free on Game Pass day one,
1: yeah. So even besides that that they could have, you know exclusive things, and like you said, free on Game Pass, which, hey. Guess what used to happen? Fucking back in the 360 days, Xbox was the bigger one. Call of Duty, they threw more money in Call of Duty. Yep. They had exclusives first.
0: They would get then, it first and have day yeah.
1: Then and the battle passes and all that shit. And then PlayStation 4 is huge, and then it went and shifted there. So now students complaining about the same thing that they both sides have been doing for 15 years
0: now. And it's also like not fair in terms of PlayStation has had the ability to have so many more exclusives longer and especially let's be honest and that is partly Microsoft's fault for never doing anything well oh, no no what I was gonna say is PlayStation you're known at the end of the day for your exclusives that's the thing that people really love for you yes you can get into the minutiae of like if people want to say well, this performance spec is better than this one did 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 but yeah people are still gonna buy PlayStation they love your exclusives Xbox has always had an issue. Outside of Halo and Gears of War, I'll throw Forza in there too. They have issues with their exclusives, so they went the route that we've always said like we're not gonna try to compete with you exclusives, we're just gonna buy out other folks and just have them be exclusive to us yeah, so it's just like let me ask you, the only time I would ever consider any company buying out another company a monopoly would be if like, Nintendo bought Xbox or vice versa. Like, if one of those mergers happened, well, I would he, say... here's
1: the biggest example of our lifetime. When WWF bought WCW. That's what I
0: was going to say. Like, yeah. that is the definitive... Like, like, that's when you had
1: one company forever. Like, TNA had its little spark of relevancy before fucking yeah. Bischoff and Hogan ruined that, but...
0: And AEW's here for now.
1: They're here. They're trying. They have their niche audience that isn't growing but isn't falling, so...
0: So but but yeah, they that was a true monopoly. This is not it's one game. And I like how they're they're leaving at just Call of Duty. Like they don't want to talk about Bethesda and all their titles or anything. We
1: well, you know what it is like Call of Duty is still well, obviously, it's still like a huge seller and it's one of like the highest sellers every year for Sony. So
0: yeah. what I would like say Like right now
1: they're considered the place to go for Call of Duty.
0: If Microsoft turned around and said i know they i doubt they even have this kind of bank but said we also now acquired fortnite okay then you might have an argument of monopoly
1: i don't think they're fighting with the chinese government
0: no but you get my point is if somehow they did that true if they pulled then i could say okay you took the two biggest games out there right now right uh, and made it exclusive
1: and like i said before even with this merger they would still only be like the third largest gaming conglomerate in the world. So I,
0: it's gonna I mean, hurt oh,
1: quote unquote only, but where yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. None of no none of these companies are losing, as we said. So it's it's a weird one. I mean I get PlayStation, they don't want their they they don't want to hurt their bottom line at the end of the day. Call of Duty's a big seller for them. I still look at things like if somehow either one of them, Sony or Xbox, got exclusive rights to um who does all those sports now? EA or 2K? Oh, it's EA. So if somebody got EA and just oh, did that where I would say, okay, you just monopolized the entire sports line.
1: You just got the entire casual market. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would be more concerning. I don't know. Maybe PlayStation, develop a shooter. <laughs> well, you
1: know what the funny thing is, like anytime these articles have been posted, and there are so many. Like we have three below if you want to read through the back and forth that they're doing the slap fight. It's funny to hear everyone going like how about a new
0: Resistance? How about a new SOCOM? You have IPs. Yeah. That's that's always a classic thing, right? But no, we need a goddamn remake of Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Yeah, obviously. It's been <laughs> too long. <laughs> come on, Jim. We need our last of us. <laughs> it's not like we didn't just have a sequel come out last year.
0: That would be silly. Come on. Oh, wait, J- no. This year. <laughs> Jim, priorities. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait till Sony says I'm gonna buy Sega, <laughs> and then their stocks really plummet. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. You're, you're you're just buying Atlas at this point for that.
0: But yeah, it's something you know. I'm curious if it go if it actually fully goes through because it seems like they're countering and trying to avoid having to go that second phase. Oh yeah. But once it goes through, I I think it's gonna have. It, they're not gonna be able to stop it. I think it's going to happen. I would love to see what the fallout is and what the actual sales numbers look like. How about this? I still can't find a fucking Xbox Series X or, or S for that matter anywhere. So,
1: yeah, I still haven't seen them. Like if you're in the Philly area, like you can go more essential PA and you can find it. But, you know, around the cities still can't find this. Still shit.
0: Still can't find shit. So worry about making some consoles first. Chip shortage. (laughs) It's a little bit past that.
1: Still falling back on that excuse. That old chestnut.
0: (laughs) All right, Chambers. So we just talked about the big juggernauts going one-on-one with each other, but uh, there's a company we uh, haven't talked about in a little while. We talked about them briefly a little
1: while ago when they were either, like, they weren't shutting down, but they were, like, cutting a bunch of stuff and a bunch of projects got stopped. Platinum Games. So they have been, whoo, they've been in
0: the news in the past couple days. And... Luckily for us, this is fairly topical because it has happened in the past couple days. But, um, the voice actress for Bayonetta has come out. And what's her name again? It's Helena Taylor. Yeah. So she posted a three or four part video series on Twitter, basically outlining why she's not voicing for Bayonetta 3. Um, as she pointed out, the franchise has made over 450 million, I believe was the number. That's what she said. Which I,
1: I think there should be an asterisk on that. And I don't have the exact numbers in front of me because it's never been a big seller. Now Nintendo uh, flipped the bill basically to like basically for the development and publishing of two, yeah, and basically had the exclusive rights to it almost at this point for the franchise. So maybe everything was basically considered profit from all the reselling
0: that they've been doing of it. Because they possible. put it all to
1: the Switch, like, both games.
0: I, here's the deal. As you're saying that, I heard that number. I said, it seems high. But here's my question is, I know a lot of people love it. Are they somehow maybe including funds that they got because of Smash? Like, if they got a little throwback for having the character in there?
1: Maybe. I mean, I think it's definitely, like, you know, a good like Smash has always been good marketing. Yeah. And people freaked out when she showed up in there for Smash Ultimate. <laughs> And I know, and like I said, and that's the thing where it's like, oh, this game's arrived. Like, if Nintendo is flipping the bill for publishing these games, of course they're going to try and build up the character. Like, it's a big deal. Of course, bigger than it's ever been.
0: But I also go, I've I've never personally played the games. Everyone I know who's ever played them loved them. Says they're great games. Not denying that. But yeah, four fifty million. It doesn't matter. That putting all that aside, let's just say
1: it is real. Let's say it's a real number.
0: She basically said that in negotiations for this third installment, they offered her in her final negotiations $4,000, which she turned down. And once again, she is the voice of, it's not like she's a side character. She's Bayonetta. And for the entire game, 4K.
1: Which I forget if that was the offer from either Nintendo directly or Platinum Games. Maybe both. Yeah. Yeah. And Bayonetta is, you know, to put it out there, it's a non-unionized project. Because, like, I was talking to a lot of people or, you know, a couple friends who are, like, real interested in voice acting and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And they were basically kind of breaking down about, you know, voice acting. And there is a union, but it's, like, extremely weak and very, very few games are, like, done as union jobs. So that's why, like, you know, mostly everyone has to go to the non-union jobs. And, you know, the biggest... And it's also kind of, I, I, if I remember correctly, I'm probably wrong, but it was something along the lines of the typical union payout is like close to 500 bucks for a four hour span. Okay. Of time. So obviously doing all the voicing for a full game like this, it would probably come out to way more than goddamn.
0: Well, okay. So here, my first thought when I heard that is without knowing that that piece of it yeah. is I, I did see a lot of people like I'm, I was actually amazed at the reactions. There was obviously just straight defenders of her, and then there were straight, like, well, why didn't you negotiate better? Or, hey, they offered you this money, you turned it down. You shouldn't be personalizing this now. Like, Oh, right.
1: The tide's turned even more because now we're entering the she's actually the villain arc because they're like, oh, she's a Trump supporter and a cop supporter and shit like that, too. So, we're hitting all the cycles of hero to villain, maybe to back again.
0: It's interesting when you Hear her speak, and she says it multiple times. I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. I don't like these kind of things, but I feel powerless about this. Here's the deal. I don't know what the right number is, even if it's 500 an hour.
1: So what are we saying? Or 500 for four hours? Or, and Like I said, that could be wrong.
0: So what is a – without – with being completely ignorant, it's not – we know it's not the biggest franchise. It's a big franchise. But I, I don't know like what is the right number to pay someone like the, is it 20k, 30k 40k like what is the number that would make everyone go that's more reasonable I mean
1: it's the that's the thing because like uh, like other stuff has come out in the meantime before we even get into that too because to be honest with you, I don't know what the right number is yeah and as far as like anyone who's really involved in voice acting goes, like voice actors have always been like universally kind of screwed over in their payouts and shit like that yeah and they've always been you know they've been highly replaceable so like the companies will come in like we talked about last week with chris fucking pratt so like you know they'll pay money for because like jennifer hale is a bigger name when the voice acting community they're bringing her in for three and for all we know she could do a good job who the hell knows we haven't heard it yet
0: but but i I hear what you're saying with that but that's my point is like oh
1: but sorry to cut you off real quick i just want to do what's while it's on my mind
0: And, like, when Platinum made
1: the announcement, basically, that it wasn't going to be her, they were like, oh, yeah, it was, like, a scheduling conflict. And that's when she said that she was like, it wasn't a scheduling conflict. You, you know, you just gave me an insulting offer. And I said no, basically. I guess she broke, like, an NDA to, you know, make her video.
0: I was going to say, that was my thought, is the company is trying to maybe on both sides save face, like, we gave her an offer. Like, they know they gave her a shitty offer. She didn't accept it. I can't. What I can't imagine is if that is the final number, what the hell was her neg- I would hope if she's a professional in that sense, she has an agent or something that she fired for not doing a better job. I, I
1: think what's basically the running theory is, is that they just wanted to get rid of her anyway. So they gave her an insulting offer. So she was the one who oh. turned it down.
0: Which. Here's my thing. If that is the case, obviously, as a company, for liability's sake, you can't say that. So you have to give a competitive offer. But man, like, this is the shitty part about Twitter and things. Like, you always want to be like, I want to be heard. I want to be a victim. But like you said, she broke an NDA now. Right or wrong, she's now tarnished her reputation. Like, other companies are going to go, why would I want to work with it? We see it in NFL, all especially
1: time. for how non-protected voice actors are too.
0: That's what I. That's what sucks. So she like, she could
1: have potentially just you know it's a gamble. She could have just killed her entire career.
0: It sucks. I think that sound that it does sound insultingly low, given yeah. it's Nintendo and Platinum behind it. But as you said, if there's story, we don't know if it, maybe they want to get rid of her because. Like you said, is she is she a liability I, I to them? I don't think it's
1: politics because no one talked about that until people really started Dunk digging into her. So, I mean, I don't think that was publicly known. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't follow voice actors. I just think you know for whatever reason they wanted. It just seems like they just wanted someone else. Now, you know, there's a thing to be said. You know, she is the voice of Bayonetta. Like she's the character. I guess. Like like you. I've never played a Bayonetta, so at the end of the day, I don't really care. But, and I'm probably not going to buy it anyway, anytime soon. But I also think this is one of those things that's also blowing up into a huge, I'm going to, you know, be on the right side of history and boycott the game and shit like that. And then well, they're still going <laughs> to buy it on the
0: back end anyway. Well, that's the joke is I love the amount of people posting like, here's my cancellation email. Excuse me. Like you said, how do we know that person doesn't buy it secondhand or a or cert- like, I, I don't know. It, it, the fake, I'm supporting you. Right. That bothers me. And what bothers me more is the people who would have never talked about her, cared about her, the bigger... I'm not talking about the average Joe Blow who's like, oh, I that sucks. Like, I really liked your voice. I, if they're sincere, like, I don't want to support it now. Cool. Right. But the bigger ones that just need to get the reaction out there and say... I'm in support of voice actors. No, the fuck you are not. Yeah. You are not at all I, a perfect, simil- s- the same way, I would say much bigger, is the whole thing going on. I can't say her name to save my life. The big blow up with the the um, the, the Twitch stream, Amareth. Oh, is yeah. Is that her name? Amarith. Uh, I,
1: I don't know how to But fucking... either
0: way, I saw that too, blowing up my Twitter. And I'm like, what the fuck is it? And the same deal. There's mostly all support, Then there's the weird ones that like are saying, like, it's her fault. And, and there's this weird dichotomy of, like, why would you want to be on either side of this argument?
1: Oh, I, As soon St- as I saw this, I was like, I am not saying it. Stay
0: in words. your fucking lane is all I'm saying. Like, you don't need to have an opinion on everything that comes across your timeline.
1: Yes, you do. You don't. You need updates. No, you don't. Bry, society as a whole. Unless you have big glasses. We talked we talk about China. Was the-
0: <laughs> and your name rhymes with hipster. Oh, you- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes, thank you, Brian. I'm just saying, like, just like when that, who was that dude that revealed his face? Everyone made a big shit about that. I oh, even, fucking dream! I don't even know who that is.
1: He's like one of the biggest Minecraft YouTubers out there.
0: Like, why do you need to have an opinion about that? You don't. I you need to promise have an opinion. you, you it's don't.
1: Because you have to, I mean, here, it's a good trick that a lot of the big names do. They just go to the trending page and scroll down and have something that they can make an opinion on.
0: Of course. And, and but it's like, uh, can't you see, I don't know. I should do it more. Jim.
1: I can't pretend to care that much.
0: Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't have the time. Yeah, but no, this this particular case, like a lot of these, this false, we're supporting you. If you truly are supporting her, that's great. But if you're gonna make a video like that potentially ruin your career, you better have a squeaky clean backstory. Yep. And not not even saying whatever she did was actually wrong in terms of she supports police. Like that's not actually a bad thing, but in her world it is. Like who her audience is. Know your audience. Know that's not probably going to go over well.
1: Yeah. Well, there's also the thing between like supporting police and then being like the hardcore Blue Lives Matter people too. So that's a whole different argument.
0: And I don't know what she is on either one of those. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, you better be as a neutral of a human if you want to cry for support. So you can't be blasted by one of. One I mean, area.
1: you know, you can be a, you know, fucking dude. Like you can be as squeaky clean as possible. and People will find something. No, no one's no one's that good. No one's that perfect.
0: It doesn't matter being perfect, but like if you take a crazy stance, like I see I saw what's her face? Um from the office. Uh, oh what, Mindy Kaling? Yeah, getting shit because she like retweeted like JK Rowling's oh, something.
1: Oh yeah. Or I think she I don't even know if she retweeted. I think she does like tweets.
0: Something like that. But I'm like you gotta know your audience, especially her. That like did you think that wasn't going to get backlash? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I see shit like that and I go...
1: Was it was it done on purpose to get some kind of attention for oh, your that, new that's show? That's the other
0: thing. Is how, how many things are our attention grabbers? Listen, I think 4K is an insulting number, but Jim pointed out something good I never even considered. Honestly, that happens a lot in businesses. They purposely lowball the shit out of you say, we don't want you, but we can't fire you.
1: Yeah. And and another thing that's, like, kind of universally been criticized about her videos is, like, she kind of threw shade at Jennifer Hale, who Ooh, was the one who got... good. Yeah, who, you know, was the one who got offered a job. So she got shit on by a lot of people on Twitter until the point when she had to put out, like, a very blanket statement saying, I wasn't aware of this. Like, I'm on an NDA, so I can't say shit anyway. Maybe give the game a shot. So... So the thing where a lot of people worked on it. Now, granted, the developers have already been paid at this point, as far as I know. I don't know what the contracts are, but
0: is there any game you play that you care if a voice actor changed?
1: Me personally, I don't give a shit. Is there? I, I don't care.
0: And this is not a this is not a knock on voice, especially for video games. Like I think the only vo- like like
1: I mean maybe the closest I would care is if they change like Master Chief's voice. But even then, like you know, tough gravelly guy could probably work either way. Like, I didn't play enough Metal Gear Solid that, like, I didn't care when, you know, they brought in uh, Kiefer Sutherland instead of David Hayter. Mm. So I know that was an uproar and shit like that.
0: Like, I get it a little more when you have, like, a show. But unless you have excessive talking and the talking is the point, like, I, I don't know. It, it's weird. It, it, I mean, it,
1: it's a, it's a, voice acting is kind of a shit industry. And,. <clears throat> And it's not like the uh, the biggest names out there ever turn down jobs because, you know, they're not, like, paying enough to the little guy to p- boost them up. No. So, like, they can talk a big game, but at the end of the day, money talks, and they take the jobs. So, you're no. not going to get support from, like, the top percent. No. So, you're, like, you're kind of left on your own devices. So, I don't know. It's something I'm glad I'm not have to deal with. Jim, aren't you on
0: SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> Bang SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably sound like I'm even more this week. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> no, nah, but it, it's one of those things. Um obvious. I think this one more than anything will nothing will come from it. But is this gonna be in our case? Everyone's up in arms, and then it sells well. What if this is the best selling one because of all this bullshit?
1: That would be <laughs> some shit.
0: What if she secretly has stocks on the back end? <laughs> like, <laughs> ah. Five D chess move right there. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I do feel bad for voice actors if they don't have unions if they are treated like shit i do feel bad it is it's not an easy no job is an easy job but man it's uh i hope she didn't burn so many bridges she can't get other work
1: yeah i mean hopefully she didn't fucking screw herself out of every job ever from now on but yeah i don't know good luck getting those non-union jobs yeah we're good looking at those union jobs at this point, too. Jesus Christ.
0: But, Jim, I mean, I guess the other topical thing, luckily it happened Bri, before is one, tonight. Is
1: there one place she could land? Is that what you're trying to get to?
0: I mean, she could they, if, they it need still, if it was still around. Good old G4, Jim. Oof. What happened there, Jim? Well, Bri, <laughs> if you want
1: to give me a real quick answer, I'm going to say fucking Comcast. But
0: is it that easy to just put it on them?
1: No, I mean, because like it isn't like obviously with the higher ups in Comcast. But it's been like a cascading effect from down there, because uh, like a big of Comcast was the one who was responsible for bringing back G four originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to put their all into it. He was actually the guy who was going to be behind the um, the esports center
0: oh, okay. in Philadelphia,
1: and that got canceled. I,
0: oh, that is canceled. Yeah, I,
1: I saw an article because ah. when I was on uh, the Monday Night Grift, like when I was looking shit up about him, I was like, oh shit, they canceled the esports arena for the fusion. Shit,
0: yeah. Oh, that sucks. Well, I guess, I don't
1: know. Uh, do you really think it would have sold out 3,000, no, 5,000 people? also, I didn't
0: need more traffic around that area anyway.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have the parking spots, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I thought for a while they were going to be building it inside the casino down there, but guess not. But yeah, n-
0: here's the deal. D- did you ever watch G4?
1: Not a lot. I never watched it really on my own outside of Ninja Warrior. And any time I would ever watch either Attack of the Show or X-Play was when I would be like, Hanging out over a buddy's house, who would watch it, and shit like that. And we're talking about it, like in two thousand seven, and like we're just you know, like sitting around smoking where you, weed and watching I, where a video you game also, show. And I, also, we're watching it more for Olivia Munn and Morgan Webb than we were for like the actual host and what was going on. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. Is as gamers, um, I can think of that 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 short time where YouTube wasn't anywhere near what it is today so you didn't really have great avenues to watch games online
1: right or to see trailers or game news and interviews and shit so
0: it's like okay things like spike i think had some video game shit g4 like there were a few channels where you go oh okay this is something even then i i'll be honest i didn't watch any of it and obviously we love shout gaming i feel like this was something that was bound to fail
1: it was no it was a terrible idea from the start to bring it back yeah completely unnecessary
0: but what i found interesting and i didn't know like so you have people like you who are all of a sudden saying like it could be comcast or whatever and then i found this whole contingent there, like basically saying this person who was on there what's her name frost
1: oh the fucking frost grant yeah we never got around to that on this uh on the podcast (laughs)
0: Well, it's being highlighted extra now that G four is dead, and they're kind of pointing fingers at that's her fault. Which
1: it's really not just her fault. It didn't help, but it's definitely not just her fault because I don't know if you knew that the story behind it. Like she was just supposed to do like it was you know one of the shows, and she was supposed to do a little blurb about God of War, and then she decided to go off script and did her little rant about you know sexism and gaming and shit like that. Which, is an argument, whatever you want to make there, but...
0: Is there? (laughs) Now, no, no, no. Question. Reality. Careful. The history of gaming. Absolutely. Right. The current state of gaming. I mean, it's probably still there. I mean, who who was that one that was a complete joke that, like, scammed people out that used to make things of, like, sexism in gaming? She was a name for a little... Oh,
1: fucking Sarkeesian?
0: Yeah. She died all, all, off...
1: All, all the Gamergate people and shit like that.
0: I, well, from that yeah, whole thing. I, I mean, but it's one of those deals where I'm not even saying, like... Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say... I mean, one I mean,
1: women... It, yeah, it's not definitely not fair to say one ran killed the network. But it's not... It's not good to attack your new audience when you're, like, two months into building a new thing, too.
0: The only stupid thing I of that whole thing... I, I'm fine with, like... And I read her point of it, is, like... They claim, like the whole purpose that they hired her was for shit like that. Right. And that they'd support her, And then they didn't support her when there was backlash. My biggest well, they problem, supported her a lot.
1: They pushed it a lot for like the first month or so after it happened. But then a couple months ago when a new president came in because it was failing, uh, they like immediately just like wiped that and ran off the face of the earth as much as they could. It's the internet.
0: My, my only problem is I'm fine with ran about what you want. But if you end any comment with it, if you don't like it, don't watch. Yeah. That's the one well, statement you should never, like, I saw that and I went, that's a, like, I whenever someone says that, my mind goes, okay, I won't. And it's like, it's fine when you have your own YouTube channel and you say some shit like that, you're affecting yourself. If you're on a network and you say it and you piss somebody off, you just fucked over everyone. Fucking while that was going on, like, they had, because it was a
1: roundtable show. And fucking poor Gerard the completionist is sitting there just with a face on his look of like, huh, this is happening right now. He's like, now. hey,
0: don't do that.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> at the end, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh no. But like, but like, it sucks for G4, like all the people who work there, especially for, because there's been layoffs going on for like the past month. Yeah. Like they've been gunning the thing even beforehand. But I think as of yesterday or two days ago, we're recording this on, what, the 13th? Um, 17th. 17th, yeah. Days, (laughs) whatever. Where am I? As of like either yesterday, I think yesterday, they sent out a tweet that said, as of right now, the thing's no more, you know, all production stopped. Like, that's how everyone who worked there found out.
0: And we're hearing more and more, as we said, it's funny and it's not funny. Like, this is not the first case of people finding out something's failed, fired, something else via Twitter.
1: Brutal. That is it's, breaking up by text on expert mode.
0: It is. And it's also a symptom of, as we said earlier, people breaking NDAs left and right. Companies are like, fuck it. We'll just reveal it publicly. Everyone's going to find out at the same time. I don't. I never think that's a correct way to basically f- fire an entire staff.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, there's ripping off the Band-Aid, but Jesus Christ, maybe... Maybe have one last, you know, all hands on deck meeting or something. Jesus.
0: Yeah. I, I just, like I said, G4 is a thing that I didn't think it could have succeeded. I don't think the appetite's there. There's so much easily available on your phones, on this, on that. I and, don't and think you need a TV network behind it. And
1: did you watch any of the stuff that they were putting out? No. It wasn't great.
0: It wasn't like, like that's like,
1: bat- Beyonce. Like there was a lot of like good people working there and shit like that.
0: It's nothing about the, the but talent. The f- yeah. yeah,
1: it wasn't even about the talent and shit. But it's just like what was coming out there. Like it really wasn't great content for the most part. Like some stuff was fine, but like everything I turned into and I was like, mm, man, it's just it, it. It all felt dated.
0: Well, and that's the thing it is was, it was
1: so dated and unnecessary.
0: TV shows, TV in general, networks, news. It all feels dated because at the end of the day, you still have to go through that process of. You have your idea, then it runs to a producer, executive producer, da 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 They make their tweaks. They want to adjust it so it's more palatable. That's why YouTube, for all its problems, shit is successful or unsuccessful because you're delivering the shit your own way. Right. And when you get some of these bigger channels that, especially when there was a whole issue with multi-channel networks where all of a sudden it did feel like TV a little bit and you're like, this feels a little weird. Yeah. There's a reason behind that. Versus when it's just one person doing all their own shit, you go, I dig this. This feels authentic. G4 could never feel authentic.
1: Yeah, it's like how E3 is coming back. And I'm just like, man, like I've heard for years how unnecessary E3 is as an event. And for the couple of years we haven't had it, we haven't missed a beat. Like You know who's happy E3 is coming back? All the industry people who can fucking hang out together again. Yeah. That's all it is. I- Those are the only people happy about it coming back. <laughs> Because everything you get it at E3, you already have from Nintendo Direct, Sony States of Plays, and Xbox Every, presentations yeah. and shit, and, and that, YouTube, and Twitch.
0: That, in in a in a world where the only reason E3 and things like that will survive, like you said, are industry people wanting to hang out. It's an event, but also they're recognizing content creators, streamers, whatever. It's an opportunity. They'll want to get on there just so they can have the juicy, like, at E3 Live. Yeah. And, like, streaming from it or having photos, ops. It's a circle jerk. Yeah. But you know what? I'm fine with that because it's, like... At least it's relevant. Yeah. Like,
1: fucking G4 was talking about, like... They were talking about, like, Star Fox Adventures and shit like that. Like, they were talking about old-ass games. Like, you're not gonna... Like, on YouTube, like... You need to have a young audience if you want to really grow. They were talking about old shit that they liked, which is cool, but you still need to have like current shit to bring people in too.
0: Yeah. It's almost impossible to get me to watch relevant live TV now. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I just turned on the TV and caught something that other than like sports, I don't catch anything as it's happening. G four would never have done No, there's I don't think there's a video game thing that I would possibly want to tune in for.
1: Like, people out there who fucking are listening and you watched for it back in the day. Like, even back then, did anyone care about Adam Sessler? Like, did anyone really care? And more so now that he really looks like Grandpa? Like, like th- that should it be the face of your company. Like, I know he's that nostalgia act for it, but, like, come on, man.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, I feel bad. You know what I feel bad for? The people who were working there as Jim and I said I'm sure there's plenty of talent there writers producers content creators whatever that sucks you guys thought you had a great opportunity it fell by the wayside you know it's really fucked up there is
1: a uh, one report that came out that like apparently they did try to get like Olivia Munn into fold mm-hmm. and they apparently gave her like a seven figure number to help promote and be like an ambassador for it she didn't do shit she just banked that fucking money she maybe did one fucking tweet if that.
0: That's called having the power and knowing how to wield it.
1: What the fuck was that contract? How do you not put in you have to do X amount of work?
0: Jesus. Can I have that? Yeah, there's there's a lot of good faith contracts out there that fall by the wayside. Just like with voice actors. They're the inverse. They Olivia Munn has all the power in that situation. She yeah. goes, yeah, I'll do it for you. And then as everything else fell apart, she's like, I'm good. Yeah. I just hope for the sake of anyone who was there... I think we just talked about this recently about the other company. Like, as long as they didn't have any, like, non-compete clauses or shit like that that would stop them from getting gainful employment, I think if you close down, you have to absolve all that.
1: I don't think there really was that because, like, all the YouTubers who were, like, a part of it, like, they were still running their own YouTube channels on the True. side, too.
0: yeah. But even them, they probably had certain contracts that was like, promote this so many times. Probably. If you want to come on, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like that, like they had just even recently, like, um, had kind of like a contest where it's like you know submit your show idea or video to G four. So a lot of people put a lot of work into this thing to try and That's get on I a mean. network
0: that they loved,
1: and then oop, all gone, all well, wasted time. What's
0: worse, the ones that took the time submitted, didn't get it, or took time submit it got it, had their hopes all the way up here, and then it's like, woo. oh,
1: definitely the latter. Yeah, anyone so, who I mean, was actively actually involved in it,
0: that would that would suck all the decks.
1: Yep. And I mean, like to talk about like fucking mismanagement and terrible use of money. Did you see? Like again, we talked about this on the other show. Uh, like the set that they fucking built. They built this massive set out of a warehouse and shit like that, with multiple rooms and like kind of poorly lit areas and shit like that. Like it didn't look good. Anything that was there. Um, like one of the backgrounds had like an, a, a, an Atari plug-, plug and play sitting there like why Why is that the controller that you're throwing out there so it was just su- such a bizarre such a waste of like you literally needed a table and a green screen a table a green screen and like you know talent or like a good idea for but stuff
0: that's that's the antiquated this is a tv show now you do tv show things but you didn't have the passion behind it the right people necessarily probably driving it If somebody who was truly, like, a huge leader in, let's say, the retro gaming community wanted to build something like that, they'd have an idea of, like, this is really what I want.
1: Well, apparently the guy who, like, brought it back, who was, like, a big Wicked Comcast, like, he really loves gaming and he really loved the original G4. But then when it was failing, he just got booted, basically.
0: That's what happens. You got to be able to make, I mean, we've seen how many things fail. Like, just having the passion and the creativity isn't enough. It has to sell shit.
1: Man, I wish Comcast would do that with the front office of the fucking Flyers. Maybe get rid of some of them. Maybe fire fucking Paul Holmgren and stop giving him a goddamn job for life. Or any goddamn shit-dick player who's on the fucking fourth
0: line. Oh, Let's make him front office. Oh, he has an eye for talent. Does he? Is he really a coach? Right now, we are in the best moment of Philly sports history.
1: Of recent. Of recent. Recent. Uh,
0: In general.
1: I mean, yeah, we're going to the NLCS. That's really cool. Eagles are six zero. That's really cool. I'm we're, just we're riding saying, a high right now. I'm like,
0: ex- just appreciate the high for this very brief moment. I am we're, appreciating that high. This it's just a very good high. Th- this is a good moment. <laughs> this is a, also Flyers are undefeated somehow. So I'm just saying they're for- already going
1: to fuck up. My, I, I if I luckily I don't have any money to gamble with because I would have done like an over under on wins at like 20 wins before the season. All, I was like they're going to be awful.
0: All I'm saying is for this. This moment in time, just appreciate it.
1: I'm appreciating. Just That's all. It's very nice.
0: I don't care about the union, but they're doing well, too.
1: Are they? I couldn't have even <laughs> told you they're that. They're
0: doing great, too. <laughs> but there you go. That's why I said, in Philly sports history, ne- there's never been a moment when all of our teams are doing well at the same moment.
1: It's been a long-ass time. Yeah. Like, like, the early 2010s, like every team was like good at once, basically.
0: But not as good as right this second. In theory. I'm just saying. So with that, guys, we want to say thank you all so, so much. Make sure if you have any thoughts on G4 and what's been going on, I'm very curious to hear, is this something you're going to miss? Is it something you wish was succeeded or did you know it was going to fail at the end of the day? So, Chambers, uh, what would you think of this pumpkin one?
1: It's like you said, it's a weird one. Yeah. Because, like, when you think pumpkin beer, like, honestly, this is one you should give to people who don't like pumpkin beers because it's so light. Yeah. Like you still get a lot of spice and shit like that, but like once you're halfway through, like the spice kick kind of you don't even notice it as much mm-hmm. anymore. And it's just like a really easy sipper. So yeah. like I enjoyed it. Like I don't know if it'll be ever a go-to pumpkin beer for me. Like if I want a pumpkin beer, I want a pumpkin beer. Yeah. But as far as just like an all-around beer goes with like some pumpkin spice in it, pretty fucking good. Pretty
0: good. Yeah. So with that, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you are watching and you haven't subscribed, please hit that button. Hit the notification bell. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, hit subscribe. If you give us a five-star rating, we will read any comment on this podcast. With that, we want to say have a good night and cheers. Cheers, all.